Welcome to The Mystic Show, episode 143. It's time to dial it back a notch. everybody. Welcome to The Mystic Show. I'm your host, Chris Curran. This is the show where we talk about spirituality and mindfulness and meditation and all things, or I should say many things, (laughs) that are unseen and otherworldly. You know, we're all very busy with our worldly life. We know we have to work and earn money and be with our families and have some fun and also go through a lot of difficult situations. But there's this side of our being that is unseen and otherworldly. It's deeper. And that's what true spirituality is. It's something deep in our hearts that we are trying to understand what it is. We're really spiritual explorers, if you think about it that way. Um, Well, I'm happy you're able to join me. The purpose of this show is for you and I to investigate or learn about these uh, higher values of spirituality. And, of course, the most important part is how then, once we learn about it, how do we implement it in our lives so we can benefit from it? Um, so we, it's a weekly podcast. We release new episodes every Friday morning and you can hear the show as a podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio as well. And our website, themysticshow.net. And today's episode is going to be a nice little down home chat with Chris. (laughs) Um, yeah. So I have a few topics I want to discuss. and um, But real quick, if you go to themysticshow.net, you can sign up for the email list, which is, we call it the behind the scenes email list, because you get little tidbits of behind the scenes of The Mystic Show. And you also get a free audio project that I created called Relax with Rumi. It's four tracks. It's 49 minutes of audio, and it's nice, relaxing music, and I selected uh, some roomy quotes, and I read the quotes over the music. It's pretty cool. People really like it, and it's it's free. My wife, you know, and, and others wanted me to uh, to sell it, to charge for it, but I said, you know what? It's awesome, and people need to hear it, and it's good to relax, too, and the quotes are just amazing. I don't know if you're into quotes or roomy quotes, but... They're really great. And by the way, Pause Your Life, that's kind of like our sponsor. Uh, Pause Your Life is an organization uh, me and my wife started a few years ago, and we facilitate meetups and retreats. And we create an atmosphere for people to just pause, just stop. 
Did you ever feel that? Like you just wanted to hit the pause button on your life and just like, there was a movie. I, I don't know which movie it was. I saw it on TV once for like a minute and there was some big clock. And at like when the clock struck 12, the whole world just froze except for like the one or two main characters. And I don't know. I felt that I've felt that a lot in my life where I just wanted to stop everything and just like chill for like a week and just sleep, get some rest, read a book, <laughs> right? Things we don't get time to do. So pause your life is um, expanding because I have a big announcement to make. <laughs> I'm going to make this announcement right now. So my wife and I will be moving to Colorado Springs. That's right. Currently we're in Northern New Jersey we're going to make the move to Colorado Springs. Yes, it's a big change and and yeah, it's something we're looking forward to and we're very open to and uh and that's obviously why we're doing it because we really want to. Uh it's a beautiful place and we visited there a couple weeks ago to look for a place to live. And so what happened was before like a couple weeks before we went out there I went on meetup.com and I started a meetup group, uh, a pause your life meetup group in Colorado Springs. So we've had our group in Northern New Jersey, pause your life meetup group for two and a half years, I think. And we're almost up to 400 members. It's doing really well. People just love it. We've actually done two annual retreats as well. Um, So I decided, hey, we're going to Colorado Springs. Let me beforehand set up a meetup so when we're out there we can meet a bunch of people and have a nice pause your life session so i started the meetup and of course when you start a meetup there's zero people in it uh they have to (laughs) they have to find it and join so yeah like about 25 people joined and and 14 people rsvp'd for this meetup and nine people showed up We were in a park in Colorado Springs, and we had a nice Pause Your Life meetup. So a big, a big hello and thank you to uh, to our new members in Colorado Springs, and of course here in Northern New Jersey, um, we have very fortunately found a uh, someone who's going to facilitate our group going in Northern New Jersey. So. Our group in Northern Jersey will go on. It is in very good hands, and I'd like to thank Christy um, for taking that over. Um, and if you want to find out more, just go to Meetup and search for Pause Your Life. Um, and we have, well, I won't say pl- big plans for Pause Your Life, but we have s- inklings of ideas, and we'll see what uh, we'll see what the universe wants to create here with Pause Your Life. If it wants to be something very small and and valuable like it is, or if maybe uh, it wants to expand into many cities across the country, we'll find out. But I personally find it very, very inspiring and refreshing. I mean, inspiring is a word that I think is overused. I find it heartening to, to go to different places and to meet people who really understand that our worldly life is crazy 24-7, and if we just pause 
for a couple hours or a couple days, that makes a big difference in our lives. You know, the quote I love is the pauses between the words give meaning to the sentence. So we can't, um, I mean, when you bought your car, do you just, you turn on your car for the first time and just leave it running, you know, drive home, park it in the driveway and leave it running and go inside your house and have dinner and go to sleep and wake up in the morning and you walk outside and your car's still running and then you get in your car and, and you just leave your car running for five years? Of course not. You turn the car off. The car needs maintenance. The car needs rest. Well, your body is a vehicle. Your mind is a vehicle too, in a way. So anyway, pause your life. We're, uh, can you tell we're a little bit um, happy to be involved in this pause your life? And you can be too. Um, we're going to have an annual retreat again this year or uh, maybe the end of this year or early next year. We're not sure. So we're kind of in the middle of packing boxes and, <laughs> and that kind of stuff right now. It's a little crazy. Um, so a quick shout out to a couple listeners of the mystic show um because they are taking steps to take their life to the next level the first one is carlton hi carlton carlton has been a listener for a while and i've talked to him i literally carlton he told me he started from episode one and he just binge listened all the way to the current episode 143. And by the way, if you don't know, the first 70 something episodes of the Mystic Show were 1 hour long. Now the shows are about a half an hour, right? Except when I do an interview, it might it might go to an hour, but most of the shows are about a half an hour. And the first 70 something shows, I used to do them live. I was doing the Mystic Show Every weekday morning for one hour live for about three months, I did about 70 shows. Um, anyway, Carlton has been a, a listener. I spoke to him. He's very open. He's actually coming up with something called uh, mindful driving because he drives for a living. And, you know, we all know we can be mindless all the time, but he, he's, he's really trying to expand his consciousness and it's beautiful. And he also started uh, a spiritual practice recently, so congratulations, Carlton, on that. And I, the other shout-out is to Ryan from Connecticut. Hey, Ryan. Um, Ryan recently contacted me and, and sort of was at that point. I, I got the feeling he was at the point when he just really needed something. Like, he needed something real. You know, one of the things about spirituality is that for a lot of people, it's just words it's just a shtick. It's like something cool you can talk about when you go to parties. You can throw around some flashy words and some, you know, you can name some book authors and you could, you know, some people just use it. And, and they may be interested in spirituality, but they're not actually doing anything, right, to, to advance themselves spiritually. And so what happens at some point in our lives, each of us hits the wall and we say, you know what, this is all fine, but I want something real. I want something that's going to make a difference in my life. And so Ryan 
contacted me with that, and I, I hooked him up with my good friend Gregor in Connecticut, and um, Ryan may be starting a spiritual practice very soon for himself. So, so this is great. This is how we change our lives. Um, and by the way, if you're in that stage where you're just talking about it, that's okay too. <laughs> it really is. It's okay. Go with the natural flow of your life. When you feel like you're not ready for a change, okay, don't make a change. Just keep going. When you feel like it's time, oh man, it's time. I need to make a change. Then do it. Ask for the help. Find the right people. Get connected with the right groups. Uh, find the authentic people where you can open up and be yourself just without being clouded by everything, clouded by the past. This is going to be a great segue into the, <laughs> my next point. Um, find the right situation and move towards it and change your life. I was just listening to, um, what was I listening to? Oh, it was, it was actually Barack Obama being interviewed on uh, a podcast, right? Literally, the president went to this guy, Mark Marin's garage, sat in his garage and was interviewed on his podcast. Um, anyway, it was an interesting interview because it was much more um, relaxed and uh, unofficial, if you know what I mean. Just more like just human beings talking to each other. And... Obama was talking about um, growth. He was talking about the growth in the nation, but he said growth happens in fits and starts, meaning that growth is not like this linear, it's not a line on a graph chart that just slowly goes up, slowly and steadily angling upwards and just keeps going up very straight and steady. Real growth in our lives is not like that. I mean, you can go years and years and years thinking that you're not growing very much, and then in five minutes, something can change in your life, and boom, you just skyrocket to that next level, that next plateau. And sometimes we think, oh, I got lucky. This five minutes was my lucky day. Well, no, because the probably the past five years where you seemingly did not grow that much those five years laid all the groundwork for those five minutes so it's it's very interesting uh it's almost it's almost like there's a science to it it's called chaos and it's just it's just awesome so so shout out to carlton and ryan and i don't know why i said shout out i don't (laughs) i don't normally say shout out but carlton and ryan great job you guys keep it up and hopefully I can meet you guys at a Pause Your Life event someday or a Sahaj Marg event or a Heartfulness event um, someday. That'd be, that'd be awesome. So segueing into the next topic I wanted to discuss was your past. So I was, think, I was just driving the other day and I was thinking... Um, you know, we, we we very often look to the future and think about how can I create the future that I desire? And that's good. I mean, we're human beings. We're we ha- we have high intelligence. We can th- we can think about the future. We can create the future. If you want to um, 
you know, write a book, you can write a book. You just have to write a little bit each day and someday you'll have a book. I mean, it, it's just common sense. We can, we can do that. Um, other things we try to create in our future don't work so well because it's, you know, sometimes we want to create success. And for some reason, like I just said, the five years, the success doesn't come. Uh, and then that's a whole, again, we have to deal with that somehow. So we're always looking toward the future, achieving goals, and it's good. But creating the future is much easier when we deal with our past first. And this is what I mean. I, I th- thought of this line, I don't know, it, it, this sentence popped into my head. The past is what you make of it. The past is what you make of it. And we always hear that in terms of the future. The future is what you make of it, or you can do anything you set your mind to, right? And these are true to some extent. Uh, But here's the thing. We always think of our past in a certain way. Like we think our past is our past and it's always going to be the same, meaning it's unchangeable, right? I mean, how can it be changed? It already happened, right? That's the, the objection. But what I learned, one thing I learned from Tony Robbins about 15 years ago is that you can change the way that you view your past. You can almost like wipe it clean because some things in our past are not good. Sometimes we think, oh, you know, I've tried to cook um, corn muffins with butter 20 times and it always comes out horribly. So therefore, I'm not a good cook. Right. And I use corn muffins with butter because that's my personal specialty (laughs) of making that. Anyway, that's a whole, that's another episode, I think. But we can sort of judge ourselves by our past, right? And we can say, well, I'm not good at that, or I didn't have a good upbringing, or, um, or could work on the positive way. I had a great coach or a great teacher, and that's why I'm good at this thing, right? So we can look at our past and we sort of always view it the same. What I'm thinking, and, and you know, I'm just like you, I'm on the path, I'm learning you know, I'm sort of questioning. Um, and also like you, I'm open to learning, to hearing new ideas and open to thinking about new ideas, right? Before I make a judgment on them. But my idea with the past was that you can change your past. You can change how you think about it. And I think changing our past, and this is sort of my whole point, and I hope I didn't take too long to get here, but changing our past is is much easier than changing our future, I think, because we can just sort of make a decision to wipe the slate clean and just then we're free of our past. We're not held down by all these negative things or, you know, anything uh, traumatic from the past, right? And I know it sounds like, okay, yeah, how does that work? And, And if you look towards, you know, the medical industry and psychologists and psychiatrists, they could probably they would probably argue with me and okay that's fine but i think like what i learned from tony robbins is that you can sort of scramble your memory of the past so one of the things tony exercise tony robbins had us do is 
take a memory from the past that's like negative um, or that makes you feel bad, right? Or it was traumatic or something. He's like, okay, think of that situation and play it like a movie in your mind. And what he does then is he tells you to change the sound, like make it really high pitched, like make someone's voice really high pitched or make the other person's voice sound like Mickey Mouse or Mickey Mouse. And he says, change the colors, make the colors of the room, like, you know, a kaleidoscope color. And, and, and you just change the the sound, the sight and, and the feel. And he said, you keep running it like a movie and you keep changing these things. And, it, and what happens is after a while, after you run this backwards and you can actually, you can run it forwards and then run it backwards, then run it forwards again and keep changing the voices and stuff and the colors. It basically scrambles this memory in your brain. And really then your nervous system doesn't really know what to think about it anymore. <laughs> so you'll remember this traumatic experience and then you'll think of Mickey Mouse or you'll, you, 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 like, you just kind of confuse yourself until the whole situation has no meaning. And when it has no meaning and it doesn't create negative feelings, it has no more effect on you. And then you're free. Then you're free to live in the present moment and be who you are right now without being bogged down with all this stuff from the past. One of the best things is no one in the world can prevent you from doing this. This is something you can do and you can do it. There's no one that's going to prevent you from doing it. It's like no one can prevent you from thinking certain thoughts. You can think whatever thoughts you want. That's one of the greatest ideas of empowerment that I know of. You know, a lot of people in the world are always complaining about being held down, being persecuted and being discriminated against and all this stuff. And yes, okay, it might happen and it might be real. That's fine. Other times it might not be real. Okay. But everyone can take the power over themselves and say, I can think whatever thoughts I want to think and I'm going to program my mind and my being with good, positive, constructive thinking. And, you know, when you change your thinking, you change your behavior. When you change your behavior, you change your results. So the past, changing your past is possible. And, you know, being involved in a spiritual practice for many years now, I very often see people who start meditating and you know, you, there's just things in their past that are haunting them. And they tell me this sometimes, or sometimes I just feel it. Um, and it's hard to move forward, you know, when you have uh, concrete blocks tied to your ankles. So get rid of the concrete blocks. You can do it. Um, or you can at least experiment with it and try, right? Again, this is one big experiment. Um, the next topic I wanted to discuss, and by the way, it, if you have a comment on any of the things I'm saying, go to the themysticshow.net and comment on this post. Um, it's episode 143. Uh, the next thing I wanted to talk about was pauses and breaks. All right, I talked about pause your life a little bit, and I, I, I'm sure you kind of get what that's all about, at least from a high level. The other thing is breaks. 
I went on a retreat. Um, geez, it was four years ago now. Four years ago. And it was a two-week retreat. It was basically in silence. And I was basically by myself the whole time. And it was awesome. Let me tell you, this two weeks in my life was like a hinge. There was my life before this retreat. And this two-week retreat was such a deep and meaningful experience that my life after that was somehow different. I mean, again... You can't always put your finger on what it is, but it was somehow different. And I was a different person. And I felt like I had been elevated and I had been cleaned and I was lighter and I was more carefree. And my heart was more open. And that two week break, I mean, I can't even imagine my life without those two weeks. And I'm not exaggerating this. <laughs> I'm really not. So, my, what I'm saying is that in our lives, we need to break it up. We need a break. Um, you know, recently, my parents are up here in North Jersey visiting, and um, I was encouraging my mom and dad to go, you know, they're retired now. I said, go like on a two-month car trip around the United States. Like you have the time, you know. It, it doesn't cost that much. You have, you can do it. You can afford it. And that experience will just change your life. I mean, it, and it doesn't have to be a two month drive around the United States. It doesn't have to be a two week retreat, a two week silent retreat. It could be anything, but these breaks in our lives are so, so, so important. And it's not like built into the American culture to allow people to do this. I mean, I talk about this all the time and and literally everyone is like, "Oh, I could never do that." Oh, I don't I've never heard of that. No no one I know has ever done that. So, unfortunately, it's not built into the psyche of America that hey, people need a break. I mean, in Europe, they go on holiday every year, right? What is it? Like 4, 5, 6 weeks, 8 weeks. They get a long break. I mean, Americans can't even understand that. <laughs> so now look, so the point is in your own life, you can orchestrate a break or at least a pause. You know, maybe it's a weekend. Maybe it's something. It could be for fun. It could be, you know, for instance, last year, my wife and I went to Alaska for 10 days. It was awesome. I mean, seeing that, you know, untainted nature and the how big Alaska is and how big the mountains are, how big everything is. I mean, again, that's a break in your life that will change you. And again, what is it? What's the quote? The pauses between the words give meaning to the sentence. These breaks in your life give meaning to the other parts of your life. You know, my wife and I moving to Colorado Springs. This is like a huge change, a huge break. It's almost like restarting again in a different place, you know, a new beginning. And we can take all the knowledge we have and all the experience we have and start new. And now look, that's not for everybody. And it's, I, I won't say it's necessary either, but for some people, that's the next step in growth. Sometimes you can live in a place for so long. Everybody knows you, you know, everybody 
Everyone has their opinion about you. They're not going to change their opinion about you, no matter how much you grow spiritually. I mean, for 13 years, I've been meditating and practicing spiritually, or 12 years, whatever it is. And there's people I know, they have the same opinion about me from 20 years ago. And I've become such a completely different person. <laughs> it can actually be a little bit annoying at first when you've, you've actually changed a lot, but there's people who still treat you the same. Um, but then after a while, you, that, that's something you can just ignore because hopefully your spiritual practice is training you on how to ignore things and not let them get to you. So, um, and you know, there's a chapter in the book, you know, pause your life published a book recently, republished a book by James Allen from 1904 called byways of blessedness. And there's a chapter in it called, um, standing alone, I believe. And, um, anyway, that's a great chapter because we have to stand alone, but also we have to be with other people. I guess that's a, I, I guess, I don't know. That's a topic for a whole, probably a whole nother show. And I, I've actually discussed that in a previous episode, that chapter, and we've read that chapter. Um, so I think that's enough. I wanted to also, I had this idea this morning. Let me, let me tell you real quick what happened this morning. My alarm went off and I use the alarm on my phone, okay? I have a smartphone, Samsung Galaxy S5. It's an Android phone. And I use the alarm on there to wake up most mornings. Um, well, I wake up every morning. I use the alarm sometimes to wake up. <laughs> um, so if there's ever a morning I don't wake up, <laughs> you, then there'll be no more podcasts. <laughs> Uh, so I was, I was laying in bed on my side and I was reaching over to, to touch the screen of my phone to turn off the alarm. And my one eye was above the pillow. My other eye was like buried in the pillow. So I was only looking with my left eye to the phone. And you know, when you're only looking through one eye, you don't have the depth perception that two eyes give you. So I was only looking through one eye and I'm reaching to turn off the alarm and I like, I kept missing the screen. Like I couldn't tell exactly how far away it was. And then not only hitting the screen, but touching the actual part, the exact place on the screen where I had to turn off the alarm. It was hard. And then I actually had to lift my head off the pillow and look with both my eyes. And then, then it was easy to hit the button, right? So this whole idea of depth perception... You know, we need two eyes to have depth perception. And I think this is an interesting analogy because in life, if we want to understand the deep wisdom that life has to offer, I think we have to see it from two angles. And one angle is the material life. Uh, it's our everyday life. It's our physical life. It's eating food going to the bathroom, having a job, sweeping the floor, everything. Our normal mundane life, having a wife, having a husband, having kids, everything. Seeing your family, having fun, visiting Alaska, right? This is all our physical, material lives. 
And we, we learn a lot through our material lives. I, d- I don't think that's debatable. Um, however, if you just focus on the material life, you can only learn so much, right? So there's another aspect of our lives called the spiritual side. And through meditation and spiritual practice and constant remembrance and just higher awareness and, you know, developing higher awareness in general, higher consciousness. On the spiritual side, we also learn, we also, you know, evolve, we also uh, gain wisdom, if you will. But my point is that to really get the full spectrum understanding of this universe and really of yourself, I mean, really you can forget about the universe. It's really yourself, right? The depth of yourself. I mean, we let's be honest. We don't even know the depth of ourselves. We don't even know what we are. <laughs> we don't. Science doesn't know. We don't know where we are. We're on some planet drifting around in space. We really don't know much, <laughs> especially about ourselves spiritually, right? So, and obviously that's the whole adventure. But my point is that if we use the material and the spiritual if we use both angles, both aspects to look deeper, it's like me using both my eyes to get depth perception in my vision. We can really, if we use our material and spiritual wings, it's like, you know, my spiritual guide said, it's like two wings of the bird. One wing is material, one wing is spiritual. And if you fly on both wings, you fly straight. You can fly straight to your destination. So I think if we use those both wings, we will get that depth perception. We can gain more wisdom. We can progress faster. And I mean, clearly that's one of the big mistakes that most human beings on earth are making today. They're just living in the material world. They're just worried about money. They're just worried about paying their bills and having a house and whatever they're worried about. You can, you can only gain so much wisdom from that even if you're trying to gain wisdom through that. So so this has been a nice <laughs> little chat with Chris. I'm happy you could join me on this episode of The Mystic Show. I hope these ideas were somehow uh, thought-inspiring. And I really want to hear your angle on this as well. So definitely comment on the website, themysticshow.net. Um, you can sc- subscribe to the podcast and iTunes and Stitcher and TuneIn Radio. Um, you know, this has been the summer of Vivekananda. So some of the past, the past few episodes have, I've been reading from this Vivekananda book and, and probably next week I will again as well. I, I think we have a few more chapters to go, but I wanted to just talk about a few ideas that came up for me. So hopefully this helped. Hopefully you can share this with a friend if you know a friend who wants to hear some of these ideas. So as you move through your weekend and your week and your life, remember, keep shining. <laughs>